Hello, friends. Welcome to The Couple Shift. I'm Maria Leandra. And I'm Jules. And we are a husband and wife team on a mission to shift the way we live our lives and co-create what really matters. We don't always agree, but together, we're figuring it out. Thank you for joining us. We're so glad you're here. Well, hey, honey. How are you doing? Hello, my darling. I'm good. And we're back for part two. Yes. Of... Chapter two. Yeah. Of plant magic. Of, <laughs> of our experiences these past uh, couple months. Um, it's so weird uh, when we were talking about discussing what we were doing and stuff and what we've done. I felt like, yeah, but we've already talked about this. But I guess we haven't really talked about it. It's interesting. You felt like this. you had talked I'd be about like, it. I, I feel like I have, but I've talked to it. To, uh, yeah, because we've shared the story. We've shared with... the story with friends and family. We shared um, to some extent um, what we did, where we went, what we experienced, sort of. Mm-hmm. But we really haven't, um, I guess we really haven't discussed it to through this, through this platform. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we, what we left off with, um, last week was with our first experience, our getting the ball rolling and mm-hmm. <laughs> breaking down barriers and mm-hmm. going through some interesting and, uh, not necessarily hallucinogenic or mind. Well, definitely everything was mind opening. Yeah. Um, but this was more like, uh, that yeah. was more of a. Nothing mind-altering. Nothing mind-altering, that's what I meant. And it's more of... Mind-opening and mind-altering in other ways. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's more... It was more of uh, a purge, a cleansing. Yeah. uh, And now... And like you said, I think you called it like an initiation or a rite of passage. Sort of a rite of passage. It was the opening gate. It was something we needed. I felt like in hindsight, it was like we needed something like this to be like... Okay, I think we're ready to take the next step, and we were very much open, mm-hmm. more so than ever before, <clears throat> to do something like our next step, which was ayahuasca. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's interesting. The past couple of months, I listened to a lot of comedic podcasts, and and um, and they mention it, and I've also heard it from from other podcasts where people talk about these. Uh, you know superstars or whatever they talk about doing ayahuasca and they get mm-hmm. this guy somewhere in beverly hills and whatever um to experience it or they go somewhere else whatever the case but it almost kind of after we did it i mean it almost kind of felt like it took away from it a little bit in a weird way where i was like oh mm. not how so i'm not I'm not super not that clear it, on Okay, not that. that it took... I'm sorry, let me rephrase that. It just felt like the general audience might feel like, oh, this is just some sort of... Oh, like a lot of people have done it or... Not that a lot of people have done it. That This is like, I don't know. Like when, a fad? Like a fad. Oh, like uh, w- Like well, wheatgrass smoothies. Well, <laughs> I mean, here's the thing about these it's what things. what it kind of felt like. It's... But it some people do treat it absolutely as a fad. Yeah. Um, for sure. I mean, it, and, and that's always been conflicting for me is when it goes in that yeah. direction. I still feel very, like, I feel really good about who we did it with and oh, how we did I, it and absolutely. all that. So I, you know. 
Absolutely. But, but it was told, one of those I know, things that I was I like, know, ah. I know what you mean, yeah. Not with everybody either, because I've heard many different uh, people do it. We've seen documentaries about it, and it's mm -hmm. like, um, there's some true people out there. Yeah. Oh, sorry about that. My yeah. watch went off. Um, there's some here. Take my see if you can. Sorry about that. I don't want I don't want that noise going off all the time. Um, you know, there's people out there that that have have experienced this and mm -hmm. for the for the good uh, for the better for them and it's changed their lives mm -hmm. and yeah and it's good to hear and I hope I hope that for those who are listening can can mm -hmm. you know take that from us of what we experienced and again this is an experience that is unique to each individual yeah so yeah but Absolutely. yeah so so this was this came up after we did um the uh our, our first couple sessions of combo yeah and actually we were invited to the <clears throat> retreat to the ceremony yes. even before the first session um right but it was one of those things of like we oh, did okay. it after chronologically it happened after but we had said yes before and then You're it was right. it it just turned out that the timing of everything was so there was such like synchron divine synchronicity <laughs> with all these things and how they like fell into place yeah without us planning anything right it was like all like it laid out itself very organically step by step um, yeah, and that's the other thing is that we weren't necessarily, oh, we need to find this. We weren't seeking it. Mm -hmm. It came to us mm -hmm. in the sense of, would you like to, you know, yeah. experience this? Um, yeah, yeah. Which I think felt even better and contributed to what we, ex you know, the benefits that we experienced from it. Yeah. So, right. It was a weekend and it, it was a weekend trip. Mm-hmm. Um, that we took and we went, um, to this beautiful mm -hmm. house up in the mountains. It was gorgeous, beautiful scenic views. It was just mm -hmm. an amazing, yeah. amazing place. Truly. Mm -hmm. You know? And, uh, why don't you take it from there? Yeah. From, uh. So, um, uh, personally I had been wanting to do an ayahuasca experience for many years and I always said, like, oh, you know, it'll be me. And it was, it ended up being both of us together, which yeah. added to my absolute joy and delight about the whole experience because I really thought it would be something you really that you would do. I would never do Seriously. it. Seriously. I was so crazy. You would be, not because you would be scared or like, oh, just not interested. Just not interested. And I right. would be like, maybe try to get you into it. And you'd be like, no, babe, that's your thing. And I would either go on a trip by myself or you know, maybe go with a friend or something like that. Right. But it was always on my list of things that I wanted to experience for sure. And, um, and so the fact that it happened with you was really, really, really special. And yeah. uh, so the retreat was um, four days. And yeah. we had, it was actually the way it's orchestrated. It's not just ayahuasca, but it's a few other medicines. And then there's two nights where you do the ayahuasca. Some other retreats you do it more, some you do it one night. Mm -hmm. It depends on the experience that you have. And a lot of the other plant medicines that we did were optional. So, I right. mean, everything is optional, right? <laughs> so yeah, you're not everything pressured is, into anything. Yeah, no, everything is really meant, is really presented in a way where if it feels 
good for you, if it feels like something that calls you, this is where a lot of trust comes in, trusting your intuition, your gut feeling about it. And also yeah. it's intimidating because these are all brand new things. At the time, they were all brand new things for us. Um, I think even when we do it this the next time, which we already have it and, you know, we have a planned that we're going to yeah. go back to another retreat, I'm still going to feel that same sense of intimidation. Um, that sort of, you know, because every time it's a new experience, but of course now I know what to expect, air quotes a little bit more in terms of what it looks like, what it feels like. And then those words, oof, that's, that's oh yeah, I those know, are I know. But I mean, in terms of the sort of, you know, I, I, I'm, what I'm saying is the first time was like everything was brand new. Everything was like. I think like, you're talking about like the logistics of it. Yes, the whole, the whole, what all to of expect, it. Um, and, in the sense of like <clears throat> the order of operations, not necessarily what to, what, what to experience. Yeah. I mean, I, we had no idea of anything and you and I hadn't, I mean, I obviously knew in, in broad strokes what an ayahuasca <laughs> experience right. could give you and. But I, I mean, to me too, I wasn't. We, right. Yeah. I mean, we knew what it was, but we didn't do any research. We didn't read about it. We didn't watch any videos. We didn't watch any, which it never even occurred to me, which is so interesting because I'm, I love to prep, learning <laughs> and re- prepping and researching. And I'm very curious and I'm like always like studying stuff. And for this, it didn't even cross my mind, which felt so good. I think it's because at the time we were so, our, Already emotionally and brain wise, we were like, it's kind of checked out in a good way. Yeah. So I didn't even, I remember thinking when we were in the moments when we were sharing experiences with other people in their tree, and by the way, this was a small group, which was a huge benefit because I've heard of experiences where it's like masses of people. And I don't know how that, like dozens right. we, of people doing an ayahuasca we, I think retreat. We were like at 18 or so, something yeah, like that. It was, it was, it was a very, very small beautiful, number. It was a very beautiful, like intimate group. And some of the people were sharing like, oh, you know, when I was researching this or when I was looking at this, when I was reading about this. And I remember thinking at one point, like, wow, I didn't do any research at all, which is not like me. Um, so going into it, I had no idea. Uh, and I mean, I'll just, I'll just say for me, it was one of the most profoundly beautiful, interesting um, magical experiences I've had it's something that definitely calls me to go back it's something that I remember very fondly it's something that um opened me up and it was like this entry point to a whole other dimension of how I experience magic and the earth um the connection with the earth the connection with for me in particular, flowers and um, just the, like, flora in general. Um, but that was, I mean, that was a general thing, but that was a specific thing that we did, though, too, I think, which was before we had our first night with ayahuasca. Like she said, um, there were several different things we took. Well, no, I'm, I'm talking specifically about ayahuasca. Oh, but... Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. But let's let's get into... Like, it wasn't one of those things that we got there and uh, we ate something and then, all right, we're ready to go and do this. This mm-hmm. is this is not something of, like, you're going in there to, you know, take a pill and trip out or something. Yeah. This is not no. that at all. Um, and it's, it's a 
it's a retreat it really is it's a retreat it's a a spiritual mindful retreat um Mm -hmm. and these plant medicines aid you i feel into opening up or uh well into opening up for yourself not necessarily opening up to your neighbors or the people that are there um doing the retreat with you but it's more of opening up to yourself and and really letting the plant medicine tell you um not tell you but showing you you. Mm -hmm. what you are avoiding to see in a sense yeah um, and what you're ready to see. And what you're ready what you're to see. What you're avoiding, what you're ready to see. And what you're fighting. What you're fighting, what it's, yeah, I love what you said. It's the plants really aid you in opening up. They're like a key, like a portal, like a door, like a window that facilitate that connection with yes. this ethereal space um, of the unknown, of the unconscious. Um the thing with also with plant medicine and part of their beauty is that because they're so ancestral, they're so sacred, they hold a lot of wisdom and information. Like when you see it that way, they hold mm. a lot of information. Um, so it's also accessing this like collective sea of consciousness. And it's all going to be based on your own very personal experience. Yeah. There are certain things about each of the medicines that are kind of universal experiences and in sort of the themes of how they manifest themselves. Um, so the, the like one broadly, that I, but right. every experience is the same. But do you want to do like, I guess we should. Yeah, I think we should break down the chronological. Um, the first one we did was uh, the one that we. So the first, the first um, day we arrive, we get settled in, mm-hmm. <clears throat> we rest, um, and then that evening we had our first, you know, sit down ceremony. Yes. The medicine woman shaman uh, that opens it up gives, you know, there's there's a whole opening up an altar and introduction yeah. and calling in, you know, the four corners. All these beautiful things that happen that are very ceremonial. Yeah. And so the first night, the medicine that we did is one called samadhi. And um, before we took samadhi, we take this other one called tepescuite, which is a root bark, which aids, um, basically, it like aids your stomach and kind of accepting the next medicine. It, it's like, almost like pre- prepping, like, yeah, it's prepping you for something. It that, was like that can chewing a, on dirt. It was chewing on clay. It was basically. chewing on clay. So you get a little bit in your hand and you're chewing, chewing, it's chewing. It's like you're lining your stomach for something that's going to be more intense. Yeah. Um, it's it's a way, again, to prep your stomach, your system. Right. And then we do the um, samadhi. And the samadhi is one that, uh, the way I describe it for me, it was like a uh, purge opening um, where the ayahuasca experience almost like takes your hand and wants to show you and yeah, take like you somewhere. It's like a motherly somewhere. experience. Ayahuasca is known as the uh, abuela, the grandmother. Right. It's like she takes your hand and she wants to show you something. So the samadhi for me was like, let's get rid of some of the extra baggage that you're carrying around at this point before you go and meet abuela. It was almost like washing up emotionally and psychologically before having the experience the following day because overall it felt i don't know if darker is the word but it was definitely very for me psychologically challenging a lot of like shadow stuff it felt dark um 
Yeah. Like, and, go and ahead you, and, and you can what... And you can purge in this. A lot of people did purge in this. Yeah. Um, um, for me, it was a very dark experience. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And it almost felt like something wanted to crawl out of my chest. Something yeah. Something dark and sludge, like, covered in oil, kind of mm-hmm. stuff. Very demon-esque kind of mm-hmm. darkness. Almost as if it was, like, all your... I guess like your bad influences or your your bad thoughts are like oh crap like it, it's like shining the flashlight in a dark room that's full of cockroaches they yes. all scatter yeah so this stuff was like exactly trying to get the dark your dark uh, inner demons out mm-hmm. um, which was a little painful for me mm-hmm. that was that night I almost I I didn't throw up but. Are you you're saying emotionally, physically? No, physically, it was yeah. a little uncomfortable it, uh, in the stu- in my stomach because it's like a cleanse, purge, yeah. whatever you want to call it. But there is a uh, psychedelic element to this, mm-hmm. um, definitely. But Big a very time. very dark yeah. for me. Now, this is not uh, one thing I want to say. In all the experiences we've had. One thing that I always heard was like from the stuff that I've watched on TV or documentaries or things I've heard. Mm-hmm. I never once thought any of this was like a bad trip. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, I, the, that explanation of a bad trip, um, for me, it doesn't necessarily mean it was something. The things that I experienced mm-hmm. were positive and flowers and everything was wonderful. Mm-hmm. But it was never, I never had the sensation of this was a bad trip. I think that's a, you know, yes. um, a, a misnomer is the word I'm looking for. Maybe. I yeah. mean, I'm sure people well, have had like, cause they went too deep and absolutely. And it can happen. And what I want to mention here too, is how important the, the guides <laughs> who are holding space for this are. Yes. It is in, so instrumental to work with people that and you your trust mindset. and that are guiding you because ultimately you're yeah. going into this container where you are completely, in the unknown like yeah. you're walking into spaces that could be very confrontive that could mm-hmm. feel you know just turn your world upside down and so anytime you're doing something like this um i can imagine people that might have done experiences like this with like you know others who may not have the right experience or i don't know you know there's there's or if you're using it just because you want to use it for yeah, and recreational, you're not kind of setting it up the right way, and you're not hold, also holding the energy in the space is this so is not, important, right? This is not something you experience <clears throat> like by yourself, or yeah, or yeah, and you need to be guided. Yeah, you need to be guided. The yes. energy is being cleared all the time. The energy in the space, um, because a lot of stuff is coming through for people. A lot yeah. of stuff is being um, moved, and in yeah. I mean the. Uh, it's 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 a very profound, very deep work. So, and I'm glad you mentioned that because while, like you said, you could have a very challenging, difficult experience when it's all held in the right energy and you're you safe. and you're yeah. you feel safe. Exactly, you feel safe. Maybe you, not that moment. You're not sure, but right. You always. It's almost for me. It's almost like a, a lifesaver, a, a safety line. Yeah. It's still scary as shit. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, but you know, that safety line's there to, we to were pull being you back. Held. It's, yeah, we were being held so. in safety. Um, I have a question. How, and we'll keep talking about the next one. Yeah. But how did you feel like the first moment? And what's interesting is the way we were all sitting, you were, you, you were always the first one that would get the medicine. Yeah. Because you were closest to the altar. 
on one of the sides. So right. how did you feel the moment, because we're talking about safety and like trusting and all that, when you would actually like be given the medicine? Like in that moment when you were like, all right, here we go. Buckle your seat. Like there's no turning back. There was how no turning did you back. feel? So I, I feel like there's no point in freaking out. Right. And, and, um, and, and we saw some people that were very scared to do yeah to take that little step of just taking like they they were just so afraid mm -hmm. and it was i never and, that, and you know everybody's individual everybody has their reasons behind their stuff but um i never felt afraid of what i was taking yeah or what i was doing i felt safe i felt cared for i felt supported and i felt like well this is why i'm here right now again are there, you know, given my circumstances, I'm sure others will be like, well, yeah, of course. Like, what else do you got to lose? That kind of attitude. Or the other way. Or the other way. But for or... me, it was like, listen, this is an opportunity where I get to explore mm -hmm. myself, my mind. And I'm going to take advantage of it because, mm -hmm. yeah, you know, I know very well of losing abilities and at least I had that experience that I can have with my wife and with others. Um, you know, um, I, I wanted to take full yeah. advantage of it because we, we've had this discussion before where I'm like, God damn it, I regret not going to play golf that weekend or playing those sports when I did it back in the day. Mm -hmm. I have those regrets all the time or... or you know, I don't know, playing with Skyler in a, more when I could, things like that. I have, I have those regrets um, that, you know, I, I don't let them, I try not to let them get to me, but I'm human and I experience mm -hmm. those. But I didn't want to let something like this, I didn't want to pass it up. Yeah. And yeah. if I did, skipped it, I would have been, you know, or afraid in a sense of like, was I afraid? Sure, I was afraid. I didn't know what to expect. Yeah. But. I also knew I didn't want, I didn't not want to. Yeah. Not, uh, um, I mean, experience that. So. Yeah, I but, think I think we were committed to. Like, <coughs> yeah, we're the committed curiosity the curiosity and like really committed to. Okay, we're here. We're here. Yeah, we're here. We yeah. did. We we tried everything, and yeah. you know, with varying experiences. Mm -hmm. And so. I have to bring in the phrase that one of our dear friends slash medicine woman guide um, <laughs> told us once that then we took on. And it's such a good phrase for life. It truly like, is. I'm not ready, but I'm here. It's like in Spanish we say, no estoy listo, pero estoy presente. Like yeah. I'm not ready, but I'm present. But I'm present. Which is even more powerful. Like I'm not ready. We're never ready. But I'm present. I think we're never ready and for that, any of those things. And for me, things, for life yeah. is like, that's it. What, what, else, what, what other mantra could we possibly need? Because this idea of being ready for anything... It's an illusion. It's, be, it's bullshit. But we get to be present. Yeah. We get to be here. And that just shifts the energy because it's like... It's interesting because I've had, we've had conversations with friends like Taylor and Chris and mm -hmm. um, um, where I asked him like, you know, the fears or the day in and day out. And it's like, you'll be fine when you get, you know... When I got to that point, mm -hmm. and it, when he got to his point of um, his life, for those who don't know, Taylor and Chris Beckett, um, uh, Chris, Chris also has ALS. Um, we had him on the podcast 
months ago uh, months ago mm-hmm. um and it was one of those things that he's further his progression is further along but you don't get the sense of fear even mm-hmm. though mm-hmm. whenever you think about the future and he will admit it that you think about the future mm-hmm. yeah there's fear but you know in the present you know yeah if you're present it's okay like you're able yeah. to to get through it and so experiencing what we experienced as we're discussing this yeah um there's a lot of uh similarities to that yeah it's also like what you you know you've always said right here right now right here same thing it's like okay yeah (laughs) so um so then first night is really that like big opening and then you know these ceremonies last till the wee hours in the morning that one was what till like two a.m. Probably like till like two two thirty something like that. So then we you know make our way over to bed. Wake up the next day. Um, we always had these like really beautiful uh, meals that were prepared for us. That was very nice. But those meals are also very important. All yes. the food that we were eating was very plain, bland yes. stuff because you want to keep your very grounding. Very grounding. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to keep your stomach as yes. You don't want to give your stomach too much work. Yeah. And it all, like, it nourished us so well. And I remember feeling also when I knew, you know, what the menu was, again, of all these, like, simple things we were going to eat, which for Jules and I, we're not the best, you know, we're not, like, the most exotic eaters. We're not, like, oh, not that these foods were exotic, but you know what I mean. They weren't exotic, but they were vegan. we're not big into, like, fruits and vegetables. Yeah. And, you know, especially, and I was like, oh my God, there's going to be so many vegetables in this thing. And, you know, we'll do, we'll, 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 we'll try we'll, them we'll out. Go, we'll figure well. it out. Um, but it was good. It was but fine. it was, it was all really, really good. Yeah. Really good. Um, so then the next day, um, that's the day when we did a couple of the other, um, medicines. So first we did this one called Wida. Wida was the one that's late, basically has late, is laced uh, with ayahuasca. Um, why do I believe it's a combination of that? It's yeah, ayahuasca, ayahuasca. And, and so it's something that is smoked. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is very short. It's very brief. It's about mm-hmm. twenty to thirty minutes of the experience. But it was very profound mm-hmm. and very beautiful. Yeah, and that one you are um fully like you know you're always awake, but you're really awake, really really aware. You're really aware. It really creates this really beautiful connection with nature. Like you just feel like you are, like the plants are just enveloping you in this energy, the flowers, the trees. And this is why, this is the other important part of location, location, location. You're doing this in some apartment. You're doing this in some place. Yeah, no, we were in some studio or in in some perfect perfect spot for this. Yeah. Yeah. So we were surrounded by beautiful nature. It was a lovely day. Yeah. Um, and in this one, you're encouraged, like you want to walk around. You're encouraged. Like you're yeah. definitely in the space. You're not, you know, it's, it's uh, again, mm. always with people that are there that are holding yeah. what you're doing and will, you know, keep you safe and everything. Um, but really beautiful, very, I remember with that one, just opening my eyes, looking up at the clouds and seeing all these like fractal shapes and thinking I'm never going to see the clouds the same way ever again like the clouds will now always look and and it's true I look at clouds now and I just like I see these fractals and these shapes and it's like obviously not the same way as yeah. when I was you know in it but it's it completely changed it, it like open your eye opens your eyes 
particularly to things in nature. It's a very loving and pleasant very experience. Very loving. Very, it was very, it's a feminine medicine. Um, it's almost it like. feminine energy. So it's very, very re- like receptive. Right. It's very sweet. It, um, some people, it, you would see people like smiling, like mm-hmm. kind of giggling, but just very serene. Like, huh. I think it's supposed to, I think the idea of them doing it like that is, to bring down, to you know, take off the armor if you still have any armor, mm-hmm. especially the night before where it was mm-hmm. pretty intense. Hi, that's and it's more said. of like, okay, let's relax. We're here to open our eyes to to um, you know, it, it, it's a nice like mm-hmm. pasando la mano, you know. Yeah. Like which means you know you know like pat not patting your back but just. Yeah. Yeah, like stroking your back. Stroking your back. It's just like, it's okay. (sighs) It's nice. Like a nice, loving... Like tickles, Mm. I guess. Yeah. Yeah, Like uh, whatever. Um, For me, the experience was beautiful. I I was like, I want to go underneath. It was a massive, massive tree. Mm -hmm. And all I wanted to do was just look up at the tree. And then I asked them to help me to lay down in the grass. And I was just Mm -hmm. looking up and seeing all the light go through. It was just a beautiful experience. Until it got to a point where I was like, all right, I'm ready because yeah. I feel like the grass is swallowing me. <laughs> and that was more just because it was itchy and it was a lot of sun and whatever. And you're slowly coming back Yeah. for me. So, um, But it was beautiful experience. I don't think anybody that chose to do it had an experience where it was like... Yeah. Not, yeah, because not everybody did these. Not everybody Everybody did who did really loved them. Right. Yeah. And so that's why I felt like it was a very calming and I think it was... It, Everything is done with a reason, and mm-hmm. it was purposely done Absolutely. For, to start with this for that day. I love what you said about like taking down the armor. Yeah, it's taking down the armor. It really was, mm-hmm. and then the night happened. Well, then didn't we do? No, Wufo was the next day. Ah, yes, 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 yes. Then indeed. we had our first night, our first experience, which was. It's not like all right. We meet here at eight o'clock and we start. Yeah. The ceremony starts like we're all around, like around, I think it was like 738 around mm-hmm. there. Um, and it's a discussion. Um, we start out with some music um, and uh, not necessarily prayer, but it's more of just mm-hmm. kind of, I yeah. guess. Um, it is prayer. I mean, it's ceremony. It's all like, yeah, um, you know, ritual, whatever. It's yeah. setting the tone. Yeah. And not till like eleven o'clock, mm-hmm. did we take? Did we? Okay, now it begins because it's yes. almost like we have to. It's almost like they have to make sure the shaman. There's a lot of the, laying the, the, down of like the path right. and really setting. I love that you're mentioning that because it's not like okay, let's <laughs> sit down. It's not just boom, here jump go. here you go and take we'll see it. you in two hours. You know, go throw no. up, come back. Like I think, yeah, it's there's such care that's taken oh we um, did rapé too before that i think right we did yes we so, did rapé which again is another way of calming it was another sense of yes and machete, yeah yes which is the eye drops yeah um, if, if you so rapé we talked about in chapter one which is um ground tobacco that is basically blown up both of your nostrils mm-hmm and then um, machete is there's different kinds of eye drops we also talked about this yes. in the last one yes we did those and those are also um, 
given before the ayahuasca. And this is all about, I think it's again about opening up, dialing, open you up, dialing yes. yourself in, all, in yes. so many ways. Letting down the guard, More continuing of that. to let down the armor. Yes. So that when you have the experience with La Abuela, you can let down your defenses. A and more. then it's also and it really calms a, down the nerves it really does and it's also preparing your mind yeah because again this is our experience yeah we don't this is not necessarily the the rule book on how it's done this is what our yeah medicine women um because they were medicine women yeah um this is what they had set up for us yeah for our group this is what you know when this is what you know what what we experienced yeah so and then finally we had the ayahuasca. Yes. And for those who don't know what it is, if it's a pill, if it's this, it's basically um, the liquid. It's I mm-hmm. think it's powdered, and then it's and then it's they add water to it, and it has to be done rapidly. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you drink this small cupful. I think it arrives um, liquid. It's just is it very liquid? viscous. It's very yeah. viscous. Okay. Yeah. And so they mix it in with water right. at that point to right. dilute it. That, um, yeah, I think you're but right. But whatever you mix in there, you have to drink all of you whatever's You have to drink everything. There. Yeah. And so you drink this. You have you get like a little cup. Yep. And This um, little cup or cup for cup us. Or and cup. and you, you drink it all. And then you're for me it was like all right let's just breathe and meditate Mm -hmm. and just try to um, relax Mm -hmm. and and everybody sits down and you really don't feel anything at first no and i don't think anybody really felt anything at first and that after that first cup and it was you know we're still listening to music they were playing music Mm -hmm. that's another benefit that we had is that several of them there's several people that were great musicians there Mm -hmm. that aided in getting basically getting your mind yeah the mindset right because music is so very powerful mm-hmm. yes um so we're enjoying the music this. is part of the medicine in these it really as is well it's it's so it's amazing just the right vibrations it right combines together to like it wouldn't be the same it wouldn't if be it same. was quiet it wouldn't be the same it wouldn't be, <laughs> wouldn't be the same it wouldn't be the same and the music the way it's um the way it flows song to song to song right the way that they like you know, put it together, and it's also very intuitive for them. Of okay, what yeah. what's coming up next? Where are we? Yeah. It um, it just keeps guiding you. And then, so about forty to fifty minutes later, and I felt like I looked at you, and I was like, I don't feel yeah, I don't feel anything. Yeah. What's going on? I was getting antsy. You were I was getting like, uh, what's going okay, on? Yeah. So forty five minutes in. Like, so then we do the second on? cup, and then we yes. realize, oh, it's the second. So cup. So they offer it again, and not everybody. You know, Some you don't have people. to take it. Right. And uh, so we, we we both took it. Mm-hmm. And then within, I don't know, 20 minutes, I think. Things Le- I think less. So I'm going to talk about my experience here. Yes, go for it. It wasn't a pleasant experience. Now, again, it wasn't a bad trip. It wasn't a pleasant experience. It felt like I was in, in battle. I was fighting. Um, I wasn't fighting the abuela. I was fighting what maybe maybe what she was showing me what she was trying to open my eyes to and i i had a lot of images of my mother um i love my mother very much but my relationship with her through this disease through this these past couple years has been difficult of either misunderstanding each other 
frustration on, on how we react to each other, how we speak to each other, whatever the case, it was just, it's a, it, it felt like a battle. Um, and I think I was just angry. I was so angry. I was so angry. I was fighting it. So I remember the the things that I that are very clear to me were moments where I was literally just ah like yelling, yelling, laying down, yelling, grinding my teeth. Oh, I'm sure if someone was looking at me, they're like, "This guy's like freaking possessed." I was so angry, so angry, so upset, so frustrated, and this went on. Oh, geez. Everybody was kind of getting out of it. Again, we took the second dose like around 12 or so. Mm -hmm. uh, around 2 o'clock, I think people were like happy, but it was kind of waning down. Mm -hmm. I was still deep in it. And I was fighting. And I was angry. And I was upset. And just, just frustrated. <sighs> and then... And then it got to a point where I was like, I, I need some support. I needed help. And I think you were already at that point kind of back. Yeah, and you was, came to aid me. At that point. Mm -hmm. And then I started feeling different emotions. I think I just was jumping around of sadness, of laughing, of I want to, you know, I don't know. I wanted to listen to some music, mm -hmm. like my own music or whatever it was. It was a variety of emotions going through it but then i was just i was still that underlying frustration was there and i do remember at times i remember hearing i remember hearing the ladies talk and they were saying we got to help out julian to get out of to get out of it to to, mm -hmm. to come back to us um and i was just like fuck everything mm -hmm. so frustrated and then they came and then you you asked them, I think you need some help mm -hmm. at the worst. So they come and they're like, okay, we're going to rub this in your mouth. <laughs> um, it's not going to be good. It's not going to taste good. We're going to rub this in your mouth and uh, it's going to help you come back. And basically it was like a tobacco uh, like paste. paste or whatever. Mm -hmm. Oh my God, it's... It was like raccoon shit in my mouth. It was so bad. So disgusting. <laughs> but after a little bit, I started to come back. I was feeling a little better. Mm -hmm. But I I was so exhausted. And I, I was exhausted from the battle. I was exhausted from fighting. I was exhausted of not allowing... Not that I wasn't allowing her in. I just not... I think it was not liking... Not liking what I was seeing. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, fast forward to like four 30 in the morning. I'm like, I want to go to the, to our room. Mm -hmm. And you're like, okay. Now at this point, this is a couple months back. Me getting up from the floor is very difficult. I can't get up myself. I really couldn't get up myself at this point. And so, and everybody was asleep. The few people that were still there, it was a couple, a couple yeah. of people completely passed out. But most people have gone to their rooms. And I don't know what how you did it, babe. She gets behind me. And this is after failing like three or four times <laughs> to try to get me up. I was I was just, I'm done. I'm stuck here till the morning. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm sad. I'm angry. I'm emotional, whatever. 
And I'm still kind of stuck in it a little bit. Yeah. I'm aware of the situation. I'm aware of my surroundings, but I'm not grounded. I'm still not grounded in the sense of like, okay, I'm here. I'm on this earth. I'm, I understand what I've seen or I've, I've um, accepted whatever. Mm-hmm. So it's like half in, half out, I guess. And then I don't know how we did it. It was like the last shot. We were like, all right, ready? One, two, three. And you got my ass up. And I, I'm i just like, wow. I'm still amazed at that night that you were able to get me up. And literally the moment she got me up, I was like, I'm fine. Mm-hmm. I'm clear. I'm good. I'm okay. And I under- I think I understand. Yeah. That and was such a powerful moment it was, for both of us. It was like, click. I'm like, okay. Yeah. And so we went back to the room and slept, woke up the next day. And we're like, okay, that happened. Yeah. <laughs> now for you, mm-hmm. it's not the experience that I had. No, no. Um, thank you, baby. That was w- wonderful sharing. Um, <clears throat> I love listening to you. So my experience was delicious. It was beautiful. Um, yes, again, 45 minutes in, I'm like, nothing's happening. What's going on? Uh, do I have to wait any longer? We take the second dose, and I probably think within 10 minutes, I was already in this yeah, space of like, okay. I remember thinking, here we go. And then there's like, your logical mind says, here we go. But then it just completely like, your logical mind is put to the side, and then you're yeah. just in it. Before you get into going, yeah. I think it was the moment where there was one of the songs, one of the people that were there, uh-huh. shout out to John, he plays the violin. And it was one of these, he was playing the violin, and I was like, holy mm. shit. Yeah. And so maybe yeah. I think that was around that time. He well, I think he maybe, started maybe playing not. later, but maybe okay, because he was also getting in it too. And you're right. He That's played true. after he we were like coming out, but yeah. but yeah, it that was incredible, pretty amazing. Um, so I start to go in, and right away I started to feel this very grounding connection with like. Um, like roots and trees and leaves and some animal stuff and again at that time when you're still starting to like creep in through and she's starting to hold your hand and take you it's like oh so this is what it's this is what it's like I remember again that sense of curiosity around oh this is what it's like and then after that it just felt like all of these for me like waves of feelings images um symbols um it was a collection it was like a a, i don't want to say a kaleidoscope because that's not what i saw kaleidoscope i saw later on a different ceremony but really like yeah we'll get well that's another chapter um but it was just this collection of all these beautiful feelings and Again, just connection with flowers. <laughs> I remember feeling and knowing um, that I had this like beautiful power that could come through my hands and um, knowing that she wanted me to connect like deeper with, again, flowers and the magic that they represent and how they represent this uh, creativity from the earth like made manifest. And it's just, it was the whole thing was really beautiful um i mean however long we were in it that you're like in that space where you're outside of this time um 
And then I started to emerge where, you know, I start to pay a little more attention and look around. And then it's like people, you start seeing locking sort of eyes with this like little smile on your face. Locking eyes a little bit and going like, hi, you know, like, oh, hello. Oh, everybody's coming back. And they were playing music and then I started dancing and just then bringing in this other layer of movement and freedom. I felt so free. I felt so connected to my um, my feminine like energy and so like primal. I remember also having this beautiful moment looking at the altar when I really connected with my maternal grandmother um, and with by my other mother, grandmother as well and both of my grandfathers and just like feeling their presence feeling their delight and their joy like it was almost like seeing them dancing there with me at a at a younger stage in their lives where I didn't you know before I ever knew them which was really incredible and so that was a whole other you know beautiful part of it just feeling feeling that connection with other people and obviously you're not really talking to anybody you're not dancing with anybody everybody's like we're all guided to like give each other our space because we're all going through our own experience even if you have a moment where you kind of look at somebody and it's like oh you that's one of those things you don't want to you don't want to touch you don't interfere you don't don't touch each other like we don't there's no hey how's it going how are you doing it's just all like very mm-hmm. respect your boundaries. Yeah. And, you know, then that turned into and the other thing that I really appreciate about our experience in particular is that the the women who were guiding us were very, very um, one of their intentions was for each of us to have our own experience, because as your caregiver and you as, you know, my husband, who I have helped you navigate your life and you rely on me. We are like joined at the hip all the time and it's easy for us to fall into a pattern where we're like, no, no, we have to be together. And they were like, no, 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 you guys are going to sit apart. We're going to be here for Jules, whatever he needs. And Maria Leandra, you're going to have your own experience because they really wanted us to not have to, I guess, worry about each each other. other, which I found a really beautiful gift, very freeing. I'm really glad that they made that like a point and at first we were we had like two people between us we did we had two people between us yeah, and I yeah. remember looking over like is this okay and when we were first going into it um kind of looking at the side like side eye and is he okay is he gonna be fine like I knew you would be fine throughout the experience um but just you know your body your Still, positioning and it's also that we don't know we don't know exactly the unknown so i remember feeling until i kind of really got into it and could let go more it was there was a lot of presence of of like are they gonna take good care of him is he gonna be okay um and i'm sure you must have felt the same like oh am i gonna need her am i you know whatever but we each had our own experience. So yeah, then- that's something that is I still like. I is difficult for me because you do so many things for me, and I feel so comfortable with you. Um, it's a challenge. So it's that added challenge of being yeah. like, it's okay. You're supported. Which adds another layer every time we've done each layer. one of these experiences. It's Which, not yeah normal. It's yeah. very. It's it's. It brings another another piece of complexity and how we've learned to ask for support, receive support, 
and allow ourselves to be like in the hands of others which for me was really important this time because it was again in that whole vein of like letting go it was another letting go it was another like it's okay he's fine i'm fine Mm -hmm. i don't have to like be you know the other thing I experienced was I felt like, oh, my God, everybody sees me. Everybody's watching me. Oh, oh they're yeah. all. And it's like. Like self-conscious. It's a little self-conscious. I have moments there, especially when I was very deep into it, mm-hmm. where people were already coming out of it. And I still was kind of like stuck. Um, I felt that I'm like, is everybody just looking at me? Mm-hmm. And you were like, everybody's doing their own thing. Everybody's going through their own thing. Mm-hmm. And I think people that are very self-conscious, they might experience something like mm-hmm. that. And it's like, dude, nobody give, nobody cares. Yeah. Nobody's nobody's looking at. They're going through their own processes, and and uh, mm-hmm. you know what's on their minds. And I, I mean, I think that's a a common thing for everything. Yeah. Where people are always so concerned about what will people think. Yeah. Nobody cares. Yeah. Nobody's living in their own lives, dealing with their own thing, and they're thinking the same thing you're thinking. Yeah. Of what do they think? Yeah, which is another really cool thing about these experiences yeah. in general because all of these medicines, a lot of what they do is they just, they bring your ego down to like oh, shreds yeah. f- from all perspectives. Mm-hmm. Both the, when you're in the experience, right, it's like, it's, it's like your ego layers begin to come off. And also just logistically, right, what, what happens there, it's very raw, it's very vulnerable, it's very emotional it's also very joyful. You are being a human, a true human, in every sense of the word, holistically human, in front of these other people that you've never met before, or maybe you know, you know, you've already been in ceremony with them. But the idea that you are so like your soul is naked, you're literally just there. And that that is also such a huge learning for life and such a beautiful way to heal what you're saying all the stuff that we like always think about caring about what others are going to say or think and and in that space you're literally whether it's because you're throwing up or you're crying or you're just or you're sharing the next day and everybody's being very open and vulnerable and it's so but it's also too it's liberating what it's also too is that the abuela she also tells it like it is um (laughs) So it's one of those things of like, uh, I just think of going back to what I started when I first started saying this was the stories I've heard from like comedians or actors that are going through it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some of it you're like, ugh. but there was one guy, Ron White, a famous comedian. Uh, he went to Costa Rica and he did it. And uh, he was telling a little bit of a story about it where he uh-huh. was like, I'm so hot. And he's like, Mother Ayahuasca just told me to take the shirt off. And he was like, yeah, but I'm concerned because... He's like, I'm fat. And he's like, so, yeah, everybody knows you're fat. Yeah. It's, you don't, just taking a shirt off is not going to tell everybody yeah. that you're fat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was one of those things of like, oh, yeah. Like, just like, who cares? Nobody cares. But mm-hmm. you are fat. So just deal with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. It's, it's so, and it's, and it's, and it's so true in that sense of like, she's there for you to support you, but she's also going to show you the truth. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. so that was that night yeah so we recover the next morning have breakfast discuss yes and then i guess because of the experience i had 
the um the shaman and 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 the other medicine women come up and they wanted to do something a little bit different for me for the next mm-hmm. thing that we were doing yeah and next thing they were doing was bufo now bufo is basically if you look it up you'll see that bufo it's a term used for different uh for frogs and it's like the the mucus from the frog that can be um hallucinogenic um it has the highest level of like dmt i think in Mm -hmm. it yeah which for those are like okay great it's another another three-letter acronym that i don't know what the hell it means uh neither do i but the point is um it's the highest levels of dmt that you ever you naturally uh, produce this in your body um, the highest moments that pe- they believe that as as people we experience is when we're born and when we die. Mm-hmm. And this medicine basically makes uh, gives you the highest experience that you can have yeah. without those experiences. Yeah. I believe it's like the highest form of DMT that we can take. Yes. Um, it and that is replicates the level of DMT of that, like a feeling birth of and birth, rebirth, death. and death, and whatever the case. So they come up to me and they ask me, "We want to do a water ritual," and I'm like, "What?" And it's like basically we're gonna put you in the pool, freezing pool, but we're gonna put you in the pool. You're gonna be taken care of. We're gonna be carrying you. Um, you'll be surrounded by. A balance of like four men, so the masculine uh, energy and four women for mm-hmm. the feminine energy. You at my head. Mm-hmm. Um, the sh- the ma- the shaman, she was at my feet, and then the other two medicine women to the left and right of me, while the four guys who had volunteered to help uh, will be carrying me. Um, and so I said, like I said, w- this whole weekend was about, uh, especially after those first two days. I'm like absolutely mm-hmm. it sounds great little that i know before i get into what i experienced little that i know she was terrified to do uh, this she had uh-huh. some fear about it um but i'm glad we persevered and we did it now what you do with this is that it's basically smoked um it's a little bit he's, different he's talking about the shaman met, by the way yes said um, she was terrified <laughs> She Just was ter- sorry. Yeah, you're right. She yeah, was, no, she it's... was terrified to do it. She yeah. Afterwards, she told me she was a little scared about doing it. Yeah. But it worked out beautifully. Um, you know, mm-hmm. everything was good. So, um, she basically you inhale the bufo, mm-hmm. um, and and uh, within moments, I'm talking about I don't know. Maybe a minute or so, maybe no. even less. Mm, less. Felt longer. Less. The whole thing is yeah. this experience lasts twenty minutes, and for me, it felt like an hour and a half, yeah. maybe longer. And it is a indescribable experience for this short twenty minutes. If you feel like you're shot out of a cannon into the universe, <laughs> for me, I felt like just light was coming off me. Um, my arms are held out. I'm basically like a like a T pose in a sense. Arms mm-hmm. out, legs straight, and I'm in the water. And there's music playing. And I, when I first take it, my breathing is erratic. I do remember. I, you're also very present. Mm-hmm. For me, I felt mm-hmm. very present the whole time. 
I felt that I was, my breathing was very, was, uh, was difficult. Mm -hmm. I know it must have been very scary. Um, it was very powerful because I didn't notice even during that when when I started breathing, when I was breathing with just with this weird pace mm -hmm. and weight. Yeah, it was like a quick short yeah. breath. Yeah, 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 it was quick short breaths. I was shaking because I was very cold, and I slowly started to calm down. And even when I my breathing calmed down, it was labored. It was a little bit different, but. I assure you myself, what I was experiencing, what I was seeing was once my breathing calmed down was just uh, beautiful. It felt like death. It felt like birth. It felt like a rebirth. Um, and then they moved me around in the water, which was also like, whoa, mm -hmm. this is surreal. And one of the things I felt was tears mm -hmm. because two of the guys that were holding me, I guess they were very profoundly affected by what they were experiencing, what they were seeing with me and they were crying. Mm -hmm. And I know that wasn't the only two people crying either. Mm -hmm. I think everybody was just like, holy shit. Mm -hmm. The people, uh, almost everybody was surrounded. Everybody was surrounding the pool. The pool. Yeah. And, um, I mean, I'm not seeing this. My eyes are closed and I'm seeing a lot of things. I'm seeing the universe. I'm seeing light. I'm seeing, I see like a, a, uh, a human figure in the T shape. And I think it's me. And it's just bright yellow, white light mm -hmm. around, surrounded by clouds. It's just beautiful. Mm -hmm. Then they take me out of the pool. They lay me down and they move me from the pool on this air mattress. And then I'm just still like in it and slowly come back. And then I slowly open my eyes and I see you and you're like <laughs> crying and everybody's like, Oh my God. And then I am like, I'm ready to stand up. And they get me up. And the two guys were like, thank you so much. It was amazing. Mm -hmm. And they asked me, where do you want to go? And the only thing that made sense to me goes, I don't really, I told them, was, I don't really care. I've already been everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> and then everybody started laughing. Mm -hmm. um, it was it was a very powerful and just, I got the sense of like, I was shot out of a cannon, but I also felt a, a large sense of relief mm. of just peace mm -hmm. an inner peace that i hadn't felt yeah especially from the night before yeah. and it was just okay yeah i've accepted this i'm open i'm clear <sighs> i'm happy i'm good and uh just beautiful and that was separate from the group yeah. Because of the rest of the group, they went to go, once everything settled down, they went to go sit down in a circle out in the grass. And my wife included, uh, yeah. went to go experience it yeah. over there. Yeah. Now, me ex watching that <laughs> was a total different experience. <laughs> so why don't you go ahead yeah. and... Uh, well, first, I mean, I'll say that the experience you had was one of the most significant experiences of my life to be there with you, to hold and cradle your your head and your shoulders while you were in, the, in this. Um, I could not stop. It was I, just the smile of the the love and this purity and this like oh my gosh I mean it was just like 
light was radiating everywhere around us. And I remember thinking how, what a blessing, what a blessing, what a blessing this is. And then after I started crying when they, we laid you on the air mattress and I was like, again, cradling your head and just waiting those last few minutes while you were coming out and I was crying and, and also noticing, just looking around at everybody holding this beautiful space for what was happening. Um, so present in such deep spiritual connection with you, with me, with us. Yeah. Um, indescribable. I mean, it was literally like heaven on earth, indescribably beautiful. And I feel so honored. Um, and they there. recorded it and so i got to see it yes. which is super surreal yes um uh so having after having been through that i think it also that was a big part it was another big ceremony that for all of us everybody who was there um certainly very healing for for me as your wife and opening so then uh like you said we all went down in a circle in the grass and they you know did open up the ceremony for the rest of us to do the experience and I was among the last because they went like you know around the circle and so seeing everybody go through and have a very different diverse experience so one of the things that this particular medicine does is it aids in this like disillusion of your ego and so um, you know, some people are laughing hysterically and like literally like little kids and some people had tears. Most people, it was more of a, a joyful experience, not like, you know, deep and dark. Some people did, but again, it just depends on where you are. For me, I was sitting down like, you know, uh, cro- like crisscross applesauce, like Skyler would say, um, on the grass and it's like it's immediate you start taking it in and you start like going like even as you're still inhaling the last few bits I'm you're already like in immersing yourself and like going and it felt like being everywhere and nowhere at the same time it was so light filled so glorious so again these things are hard to describe i think because we don't really have the words in, in any language we to, don't we really don't to to really express what it feels like and that's part of the magic of all of this it was again i felt this beautiful connection with having this energy in my hands and what that means and how that comes through smiling looking up at the trees in certain moments and again having moments of like awareness of the immense beauty of everything um yeah. it was magnificent and you really are like nowhere it's like being nowhere because it's not it's not an experience that's filled with whereas ayahuasca and some of the other things have more symbols and other things that kind of like it's almost like walking through. Um, this was just like an unplugging. It was like unplugging from it all. It's like breaking the fourth wall, wall of reality. Truly. And it lasts just 15 minutes. 15 yeah. to 20 minutes. Like the last couple minutes, you're just kind of coming back to space and time and getting regrounded again. But for 15 minutes, that feel like you're just 
floating, flying, zooming around in the ether. And again, it's not... The cool thing too is, you know, there's all these things that we can imagine about, I don't know, heaven. Or you can imagine about what it means to unplug from reality. But when you're in that space, there's not, it, this is not your imagination taking over. It's something else entirely. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's not like your brain is reasoning, processing this and going, oh, yeah, in my version of an alternate reality, this is what it looks like. No, your brain has no clue what's your going on. Your brain has no clue what's going on, which is what makes it that, like, powerful. just powerful. It, it, you're just, yeah. you're someplace else entirely. And it was deliciously beautiful. And I know for Jules and I both, one of our most favorite significant things we've ever done ever will do um yeah such a short experience but such a powerful one yeah so then after that it's definitely a relax take the take Mm -hmm. a breather um you know and then at night we come back and meet for the second session of ayahuasca yeah and so similar procedures mm-hmm. except a little more discussion now because we've we've basically taken off all our armor we've taken mm-hmm. off all our well most of us at least tried to like you know mm-hmm. the ego's been shut down and it's just being honest with each other and really just talking with each other and opening up and feeling a connection mm-hmm. and um yeah then we go through the process again and begin for the ayahuasca. And that night I felt a little bit better, but I also was a little bit precautious mm-hmm. because I felt I was part of me inside was like, I don't want to get stuck. Yeah. I felt like I was stuck and I don't have any regrets, but I ended up only doing the first dose mm-hmm. and not doing the second. And, um, it was a very pleasant night, um, but I had an issue where I was physically uncomfortable. And it it kept, every time I was going down into and experiencing, you know, what the abuela was trying to show me, mm-hmm. I was awoken or I was taken out of it because of my physical pain and discomfort. Yeah. Which was, which was frustrating. And maybe if I was a little, if I took the second dose, maybe I would be so deep that it wouldn't have mattered. But I felt like no, you know. And at that time, and and even still, yeah, I should have taken more, maybe. But I chose not to. Mm-hmm. So that night, the experience was pleasant. It just wasn't as deep. Definitely wasn't as deep. Um, and uh, again, pleasant. My mind wise, but. Physically, I was not feeling that great, uh, comfort-wise. The air mattress was all messed up, remember? Um, And it was just... So that was slightly disappointing. But I think what was needed to be seen and what was needed to experience was experienced. And I'm very grateful for that. Um, We later learned that she actually upped the dose. Mm -hmm. So even the first cup was even more than the night before. And it's one of those things they don't tell you, but it's, I mean, that was the experience we had and people, 
I think a lot of people had a wonderful experience that night. I remember seeing a couple of people that were very to themselves get up and start dancing mm -hmm. and just yeah. release. And it was a much more of a pleasant, I think, for everybody. Yeah, a, a more A more pleasant night and experience. Yeah. Um, my experience, and this time we sat next to each other, yeah. which was nice. It, it was, was a, nice. You know, it was really beautiful. Um, my experience was, again really really lovely powerful joyful ethereal very very connected to my feminine self my creative self again the flowers and the earth and the plants and this it, it was uh, it was like a, a an additional opening up of what i experienced the night before um almost like yeah like all these um energy channels just becoming more porous more open more free for me a lot of what all of this has shown me is um to trust myself to loosen my grip on the way i think i'm supposed to do things um you know conversations around my 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 worth conversations around having to get be you know be a certain way get things done right um, all this stuff and it's been freeing me to trust myself freeing me to not have to um, yeah like let go of a lot of the rigidity that I have of yeah. how hard I've been on myself before and to really be able to see uh, how um, you know I am a medicine woman and that acknowledgement of how that energy moves through me, that an acknowledgement of my ability to help others in their own healing journey. Yeah. Through their mind, through their emotions, <clears throat> um, through their intuition. And so it was also that. It was like this coming home and this like, this is you. This is you. Feel like feeling more and more comfortable, which is why, of course, I felt like this is where I'm meant to be. Like, it sure. just, just feels like... It's, it's like having earlier worn all of these like costumes and then taking them off and go, oh, this feels so much more comfortable just mm -hmm. to be me here, this. And more and more is how I feel, which is incredible. Um, so, yeah, it was really... Mm, really powerful weekend. Mm -hmm, yeah. So then we wrapped that evening. Um, and then the next day we woke up, had a nice breakfast, did some more integration as a group talked a little bit more and then everybody packed up and departed um yeah how long have we been here talking what a over an hour i think oh okay yeah oh an hour and ten i thought it was more than that yeah so and we, we did, and it was not one of those did, things. We did, we did pretty good. <laughs> we did, yeah. I think I also want to say too, it was not one of those things. I'm like, oh, we're done and we're cured and we're healed and oh, everything's great. Yeah, that's another thing. This yeah. is, <clears throat> this is a process of just, and yeah. and for every time we've ever experienced any of these different medicines, it's always something new. Yeah, because we're a work in progress, and I say mm -hmm. we're as in in general. I'm not talking about my wife and I. I'm talking about as human beings, we're a work in progress. Absolutely. To think that we got it all together, you're fooling yourself. And there's always things that we can better ourselves with. Uh, there's always, not 
yeah there's always ways we can better ourselves there's always ways to look inside I ourselves say, I, I would say grow before i would have said better but now i would say I'm, grow. Okay. no well, you don't have to apologize i'm just saying it because it, it feels important for me to say okay you know yeah to grow yeah um and uh it's it's a constant process yeah and i think we never just we never stop learning in that sense and i'm talking about learning about ourselves yeah and also learning to be uh i want to say better again but yeah (laughs) you can (laughs) yeah you can you can say whatever whatever you want um it's just part of what i also feel i've it has shifted in me it's this quest for better you know this quest for becoming your but best, i think your better self your best self like no but it's discovering not discovering yourself it's, you know what i mean uh, yeah i uh, it's not to say that what you were before is worse mm-hmm. i think it's just uh unpeeling the onion is endless exactly that's how i see it it's becoming more of who you're meant to be yeah. Um, peeling off all the layers of who you are not, who you were trained to be or whatever. Yeah. And um, about ayahuasca specifically, and I think this applies for all the things, but ayahuasca is one of these things that people talk about like, oh, you go to this retreat and then you have this experience and then ta-da, Everything is done wow. and changed. And when you really begin to work with these medicines and you begin to connect with the people that have been working with these medicines, they they're doing them on a pretty regular basis meaning they're doing these things multiple times a year um and again there's it doesn't mean there's any formula or anything to it it just it's what feels right for each individual person yeah but it's not like one like you said it's not like a one and done ta-da it's really i mean like every new experience uh, is going to show you something even the medicine even the women deeper even the medicine women even the shamans they're working on their own things oh and they are going to continue to and yes. they are going to you know nobody and i think that's what's what's wonderful about it and i think that's something that we don't really see a lot in our lives mm-hmm. for those who never experience these kinds of things because i think whenever you look at every anything in your life from work from school from even uh, i mean i'll say this but even for me as a as being raised roman catholic mm-hmm. it's almost like i've been taught or told that i need to change and be a better thing and I'll, you almost look at that that person teaching you those things or speaking to you as oh they got it all together yeah and the fact of the matter is they really don't mm-hmm. they really don't and the person they can admit to say i don't have all the right answers but I feel that this can, that this helps me to explore and understand myself better. That's someone you should probably listen to more. Mm-hmm. Not yes. telling you what to do, but it's just the truth. Yeah, it's the truth. Like you should really look and be like, "There's no way that this person or this thing has it all together and doesn't and understands everything perfectly." Mm-hmm. And that's something we've been fed so long. And I think when you can meet someone or if you have a teacher and whatever it is where it's like they can admit to, I'm also learning and I'm also trying to figure things out. That's someone to be like, okay, I'll listen to this person or I'll, you know, I feel more comfortable Mm -hmm. in that sense of like understanding and believing or whatever. So important. 100%. 
So. Drop that mic, boo. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. So anyways, as usual, rate, review, and subscribe. And next week, we'll have our next exp- um, expedition. <sighs> yes. Our next, next chapter. Our next chapter. Chapter three. But this one really is an expedition. It is an expedition. The first the expedition. The first expedition. Ah, uh, so, yes. I love you, baby. I love you, my darling. Thank All you, right. everybody, for listening. We'll see you next week. See ya. Be well. Bye.